received a question from a listener. How do I ensure that my business can continue uh, running smoothly after I have passed away? A couple of uh, points that I could make in this regard, which might be of assistance to the listener and also to anyone else who maybe has a business and who maybe in uh, his will and with his estate planning wants to make sure that the business can carry on properly after he has passed away. First point maybe is to make sure that you get expert assistance for drafting of the will. There are a lot of uh, people and institutions out there that, that offer the services of drafting a will, but not all of them are experts. Not all of them have the necessary expertise and the necessary experience to ensure that the document is a valid will, that uh, the document, without any contradictions, clearly stipulates what the wishes of the deceased are so that they can give an effect to, be given effect to. So make sure that you do get the right person to assist you with that and most certainly don't try to do it yourself. That is a recipe for disaster. Second point, uh, let us say that you have a son who is in the business together with you, maybe works for you, or he's even your partner in the business, and you have two daughters, and you want to make sure that those daughters also benefit fairly from your estate. Then there are a couple of options that you can consider. One is, uh, for example, to leave that business to your son, However, to stipulate that he must pay a certain amount or amount that can be determined in terms of the formula provided in the will to his daughters, uh, to, sorry, to your daughters, uh, to his um, siblings, to make sure that they do also get their fair share. For example, you could stipulate that the executor must determine the value of the business on date of death, and then based on that value, quantify an amount that he must then pay, your son in other words. However, let's say from a cash flow point of view, depending on the value of the business, it might be an issue for him to have those funds available after you've passed away to pay his siblings. So one option would be to stipulate that he can pay off that amount in installments or within a certain period of time after your date of death, let's say within three years. Another option would be for your son to take out life insurance on your life to enable him to use those funds after you've passed away to indeed pay his uh, siblings. That would then obviously entail premium costs that he would have to incur, but at the end of the day, at least he would then, upon your death, have the necessary cash flow, have the necessary funds to pay um, his siblings their fair share. So make sure that you get proper advice in that regard as well and consider the various options that could be uh, put on the table. If you are the only director of the company that owns the business, then you should perhaps consider appointing someone else that you trust, family member or uh, an employee of the company as a co-director. The problem is that if you pass away, there would be no director alive who could take care of the day-to-day -day running of the affairs of the company. After the executor has been appointed by the master, the executor can then, in the place of you as shareholder, appoint someone as a director. However, unfortunately, especially these days, it sometimes takes quite a while, it can take months for the letters of executorship to be issued by the master, which would mean that for that period of time until the 
letters of executorship is issued, there would be nobody in charge as a director to run the company. So that second director could then indeed solve that problem and carry on after you have passed away. Then um, to make sure that your executor and your family and your beneficiaries of the estate know what to do after you've passed away, you should, in my opinion, also draft some guidelines for them of what should be done after you've passed away. Those uh, guidelines can, for example, indicate who employees of the business are that uh, can be trusted to carry on with the affairs of the business after you've passed away, uh, etc. So that's not a legal document that has to be drafted by your attorney. You can do that yourself and then arrange for your attorney to put that in safe custody together with your original will so that your executor will know what to do after you have uh, passed away. If uh, there is no heir who wants to take over the business, then in most cases it would make sense to sell it, which would, uh, of course, be an option that your executor can then also consider. And remember that he doesn't have to wait until the estate is wound up or until the liquidation distribution account has been approved by the master. The executor can, in the meantime, sell the business from the estate. And in that regard, some guidelines uh, would also be of assistance in which you could indicate to the executor, for example, who potential purchases of the business would be, or, for example, how they should quantify the value of the business, etc. And those guidelines could then also, in respect of the sale of the business, assist the executor. Cash flow of the business, you would, uh, in many cases, find that if the business, for example, has an overdraft, let's say even it's a, if it's a company, that the bank will uh, call up that over account and will revoke that uh, overdraft facility um, if um, you have passed away. To uh, ensure that the necessary funds are available to cover that overdraft and to ensure that the business can carry on, you should uh, perhaps consider in such a case to also take up further life insurance to uh, ensure that there's a necessary cash flow. Obviously, once again, there would be premium costs involved, but that at least will make sure that your executor and your Beneficiaries don't sit with that headache. Then number six, if you have a partner, for example, in the business, even if it's a company, then uh, I think you should consider entering into a so-called buy and sell agreement in terms, of, in terms of which the surviving shareholders, shareholder has the right to purchase the shares of the deceased shareholder. And then in most cases, you would also ensure that there is the necessary life insurance cover available for the surviving shareholder to use those funds then to buy the shares. And in most cases, that I think would be a win-win situation in the sense that the family, the beneficiaries of the estate, would receive the proceeds of that life insurance policy or the purchase price if it's quantified based on the value of the business or the shares of the deceased in the business. And the surviving uh, shareholder would also be happy, but the surviving partner would also be happy because he doesn't have to partner with the deceased's family, who he normally wouldn't know or uh, wouldn't uh, be used to running a business together with them. And the same obviously applies for the family of the deceased. They wouldn't have to get involved with a business that they probably don't know or with a partner that they probably don't know. So that is also 
uh, an option that should be considered in the case where you have a partner in your business. Uh, or if you have a joint shareholder in the case of a company, if it's a company, apart from a buy and sell agreement, there should, in my opinion, also be a properly drafted shareholders agreement, which um, would cater for a couple of other things as well, apart from the buy and sell uh, terms thereof. Then my final point number seven is to appoint an expert as executor and preferably an independent party, especially if there's a business involved, to ensure that that person has the necessary expertise, the necessary skills to, with the assistance of your auditor, with the assistance of your employees of your business, to ensure that the damages are limited after you've passed away, especially if you are the key person in that business and so that the business can thereafter be sold for a maximum proceeds or taken over by the relevant beneficiary or beneficiaries. I hope that those seven points are of assistance to the specific listener uh, and also in general to our listeners regarding what you could do to ensure a smooth transition of the running of the affairs of your business after you have passed away. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.